Welcome to Bad News Bears, a podcast about the news delivered badly by three friends discussing the most off-the-wall, unbelievable, but true headlines in the news, bringing you those real hard-hitting topics. I'm your host, Octavio, and with me, as always, we have Will. What it do, baby boo? And Emily. I like cheese. No, we're back to episode one, 10 episodes in, and you think that we're back starting over. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yep. There was a one in there somewhere. Yep, one zero. This is we're ten episodes in, dude. Ten episodes of this already. Crazy. Feels like we've been doing it for so much longer. Oh, that's because we have. Yeah. Well, uh, I just thought it went by quick. I was like, oh, we're already at ten. Yeah, we're already at ten, dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of ten, happy birthday to my sister. She's turning twenty-seven, not ten. <laughs> oh, um, happy birthday, Brina! Happy birthday, Brina! Happy birthday, Brina! Um, congrats on making it to ten years after seventeen. Uh, right. Ten plus seventeen. Boom. You're old. Segway. All, all I heard is you're old because you got to add math and shit to get to your age. That's all I heard. Is, hey, I'm old. Once you have a three in front of your age, then. Oh, so she's still good? She's, she's still in the, the oh, prime years? I don't know. It's your sister, <laughs> not mine. Why, why would, that means I would know less. I don't know. You talk to her on a daily, right? No. Okay. Oh. Well, well. Yeah. Well. Anyways, no, uh, you made it awkward. Yeah, super awkward. Well, happy birthday, Brina. Speaking of horrible situations, uh, hurricanes. <laughs> hurricanes are pretty horrible. Almost as bad as birthdays. I wouldn't, know, know, I wouldn't know about hurricanes. Yeah, you, you really wouldn't. I've been through one like actual one, and it wasn't. It like okay. So during the storm, I went outside. It was kind of fun. You know, shit flying everywhere. The danger of getting hit by something because roofs did come off. They uh they are dangerous. Um. Her earthquakes are scarier to me still. I still think because there's no warning and you get like a week of warning with hurricanes. But um, when people yeah, so, die in hurricanes, and again, this I'm not making fun of people that die in hurricanes, but there's a warning. You mm-hmm. know about it. Just leave the not area. Everybody has the means to do that, though. True. Um, but what, what, you, was what, you saying, what was your old saying? What was your old saying? Predictable is preventable. Predictable is preventable. What do you mean they don't have the means? They don't. Might, they might not have a vehicle. They might okay. not have money. Does Uber not exist in twenty twenty three? I'm sure I mean, they borrow twenty dollars to leave the city. I think if we had, and they have like, if, to stay. if we had to evacuate from here, we're we're northern, more north from where we were a week or two ago. So if we had, I don't think we would have to evacuate because we're fairly safe where we're at. But if we had to, I think we could get to Texas from our brothers at in pretty good time. If we had to. What, how far but, uh, was the, uh, the move? It's about two miles north. It's one mile. It's about one mile north. Oh, walking distance. Okay. You made it seem like you moved all the way across on the other side of the state or something. You're like, nah, I'm just no, a no, mile no. up. Dude, so we used to live like half a mile from the quote-unquote beach. It's really like No, we lived um, like less than a block away from the beach. So less than half a mile from the beach. Okay. Now we live about a mile and a half from the beach. So that's a huge gap now. We have a huge gap. And it's less dangerous here. Anyways, not the point. Uh, hurricanes suck, right? We lost yes. power last time for six days, uh, and it, it wasn't fun. Like what what we didn't experience though was uh, a lot of the aftermath, like of bigger hurricanes. Um, one of them being mosquitoes. You know, water attracts mosquitoes. They breed and are born in water, as far as I know. That could be they, wrong. Standing water, right? You, still are, water. you are correct. That's why they yeah, okay. they don't breed and are found in oceans, but they are in lakes, you know. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, the standing I mean, water. It's a calm water. 
there's a season out here that they tell us not to leave still water outside because it's a breeding ground for them. But so after the hurricane, you can't really help that because there's deposits of water everywhere, right? So what happened was in um, August, I want to say August of last year, uh, there was, yeah, uh, Hurricane Laura. Hurricane Laura hit Louisiana pretty hard, right? Did some damage, you know, it was pretty, pretty brutal. So after August 27th, when it hit, Hurricane Laura had a lot of still water in the area and it bred so many mosquitoes that from August until now, 300 to 400 cattle have died because of mosquito attacks. Wait, mosquitoes can kill you? Uh, yes. It's thick clouds of mosquitoes. Like it's not like one or two. It's you can't breathe in this. So what's happening but not is. not even that. Like West Nile, they carry viruses and a well, lot of well, I know, I know, I know that. this specifically isn't related to West Nile, but I'm just saying, like, yes, they can kill you in a mm -hmm. multitude of ways. Yeah. So this specifically uh, is said the swarms are so thick. Now, this is an article from Alternative Press. It said the swarms are so thick that the vast number of bites leave horses and cattle anemic and bleeding under their skins. The animals also become exhausted from constantly moving in an attempt to avoid the biting insects. So that sounds horrific. Like a nightmare. It is an absolute life. nightmare. I can't imagine. It, it said that so the swarms are so thick you can't see through them. There's so there's so many mosquitoes in in Ville, La, Ville, Via Platte, Louisiana. I'm gonna go ahead and say that's right. Via yeah. Platte, Louisiana. It's, it's clouds of mosquitoes so thick that they're killing cattle. That they are swarming onto one animal enough to make them bleed from so many sticks and then exhausting them by the animal trying to run away. So if they don't get you the first time with all the sticks, they're going to get you the second time because you, you're tired. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. 300 to 400 cattle, dude. That's crazy. It's a big number in what, uh, about five months, six months now? Yeah. That's a lot. So it's it's, they, my, it's my worst nightmare. It? Are they doing anything about it? I don't What can you do? Uh, I mean, I know I've heard of a mosquito problem in Florida where they try to genetically engineer other bugs and created the love bug to try to kill the the mosquito uh the what problem the, the mosquito problem bug? the love bug yeah the love bug is a genetically uh modified animal created in order to combat the mosquito it didn't work but they tried so now you have a thing going around called a love bug yeah Called the love bug, and it, it's named that because they are constantly mating. You'll always see two attached to each other because they're mating. That's why they call the love bug. Anyways, so the, the it's my nightmare. I, I hate being outside in this muggy weather to begin with, living here in the south. And it, I hate. I'm a mosquito magnet. I don't know what it is. I guess I just have sweet blood. It's just who I am. Uh, yeah. I get constantly bit constantly i go outside and i'll get like my arms and legs destroyed and emily will be like why are you itching everywhere because i got just destroyed by bugs out there so i can't imagine walking outside and seeing a black cloud and that black cloud is all mosquitoes no i would move it immediately yeah that's that's horrifying like i'm i'm going to a place that doesn't have mosquitoes there's Norway? Uh, go to the Arctic Circle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just go up north where it's cold, where they can't survive. Yep. But yeah, but that's, <sighs> that's gnarly that they there's so many of them that they're bleeding out. These cattle are bleeding out from, from having so many bites. 
Because I know their um, their saliva is an anticoagulant, right? Wait, whose saliva? Mosquitoes. Um, something it, like that. I don't remember. They have, the... an anti, they have an anticoagulant property, so they can suck your blood. Otherwise, they would stick you, and then it coagulates, mm-hmm. and they can't suck your blood anymore. Hmm. So it kind of makes sense that the the cattle would bleed out if there's that many of them because they're they're not the, the blood's not stopping right yeah. you got a thousand yeah. bites on you and all the saliva in their freaking dumb little beaks yeah like those? i quoted exactly beaks? like i is that a beak? like i quoted from no. the article no. it's, it's a stinger or a pres prescopus there's a fancy word for it maybe that's a butterfly alien. i don't know <laughs> that's definitely not it. <laughs> that's not it. But I'm you don't know like what that. we're talking about around here. <laughs> something like that. So, just uh, like I said, news. like I said, the the article says the horses and cattle become anemic and bleeding under their skins from so many bites. Yeah, it's just it's it. Like I said before, it is my nightmare, and I hate all of that. I hate every bit of that. I hate the hurricane. I hate the weather, the standing stealing water, and I hate mosquitoes. I hate all of it. Well, good thing you live in the South where none good of those thing. things exist, right? <sighs> yep. Good thing. Yeah. Anyways, do you want to hear about a doctor that eats poop? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is he trying to solve the mosquito problem? I wish. I mean, that seems like a good way to do it. Just eat a bunch of shit. <laughs> and hope it sticks. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, there's, there is a plan out there that says uh, plan to get rid of mosquitoes. Part eat one, poop. eat shit. Part two, question mark. Part three, mis- get rid of mosquitoes. Yeah. So we're missing, mm-hmm. there's that missing link yep. there. Exactly. Right in the middle there, there's the second part of the plan. Is just once we get that down, mosquitoes are gone. Yeah. In between eating shit and no mosquitoes, critical <laughs> right. point there. <laughs> I don't know how to get there. It's a missing link. Yeah. Have you guys heard of uh, Pellagra? No. No. Pellagra. Um, it's not really around anymore. This was like a. It's like scurvy. Do you like hear on ships? Getting, yeah. Do you hear, no one really hears about people getting scurvy anymore. No. Uh, not a lot of people get pellagra anymore either. So pellagra is some kind of disease. It is. I thought it was the name of a person. I thought it was a place earlier. <laughs> you thought it was a place. Yes. It might be. I think it I could can't, be. Here. If you Google pellagra, it might be a city somewhere. I think it's like region or something or yeah. whatever it's called well the plugger i'm talking about is a disease um mm-hmm. that started i think it was like 1700 1735 somewhere around there mm-hmm. casually um, just specifically 1735 yeah just casually like right at 1735 <laughs> somewhere in the 1700s <laughs> i don't know 1735 <laughs> just a roundabout number not yeah. nothing specific i don't know i just Pulled it out of my ass. Yep. Anyways, there's a guy there that uh, started seeing these rashes, and it became known as pellagra. Uh, they called it mal de la rosa, and it was mistaken for leprosy as well. It's just because so, they have these like really nasty rashes all over them, on their hands, yeah, on like their face. Mal, mal de la rosa. If it's Spanish, it would. It's just like bad pink. Basically, if yeah. you have pink spots, they're bad. Yeah. Kind of what it sounds like. That's what it is. Now, 
it wasn't identified in the United States until 1907, but uh, they can link the symptoms uh, as far back as the 1820s. Dang. And it's been called the disease of the four Ds, dermatitis, diarrhea, dementia, and death. And dodge. Dodge, dip, dive, Dive. duck. And dodge. And dodge. The four Ds. Dermatitis, diarrhea, dementia, death, dodge. Yeah. And dodge. And dodge. But then make sure you dip after. (laughs) Then dive. Um, So by 1912... Uh, South Carolina alone reported 30,000 cases at a mortality rate of 40%. That's a lot. It's pretty gnarly. That's a lot. So the United States asked a doctor, Mr. Joseph Goldberger, in 1914, hey, figure out how to fix this. No pressure. Yeah. You know, 40% of people that get it die? That's a pretty high number. Yeah. It's higher than freaking COVID. Right? Am I wrong? No one knows? I don't remember the number. Okay. I don't think it was 40%. I don't Probably think so not. either. No, because then freaking people would definitely be inside for two weeks. <laughs> if they knew. They almost had a 50-50 chance of dying if they got it. I guarantee you COVID wouldn't have been around for that much, for as long as it's been around, right? That's true. Am I getting political? I'm sorry. Is, that, is a health epidemic political? I don't know. People think it's you can make anything. Uh, yeah, people enough. think COVID is fake and all this and that. I don't know. I digress. So it's at its height was like five percent, which is nothing. That's why people are like, "Oh, it's like the flu." Mm. I don't give a yeah, shit. It, look, it, it looks like uh, different dates, and the height was five percent, which is it's pretty high, but not forty percent. Forty percent, yeah, not forty yeah, percent, not forty percent. I mean, we're getting to like Thanos snap level right there with Pelagra. Plus, well, you got to also take into account there's only 30,000 cases that they're talking about, and this is upwards of millions of COVID. So it is a bigger number, technically. Technically, yes. Mm -hmm. Because it was, uh, not to jump to the end, but it was pretty specific on how you get Pelagra. Versus, you know, COVID just being an airborne infectious disease, Pelagra was a little bit different. So the doctor's theory, Dr. Goldberger's theory on Pelagra was uh, that it wasn't an infectious disease. Hmm. So, And and people were thinking like, this is an an infectious disease. And he was like, no, it's not. And they're like, yes, it is. Exactly. Okay. So uh, it, it thrived in like prisons and kind of low income areas. Of course. Um, and always does. Yeah. And the, the one thing they noticed was inmates were always getting Pelagra and, but the staff never did. Like, how does that make sense? If it's well, an infectious so is, disease, how does the staff not get it, but all the inmates are getting it? So what do the staff have access to that? The inmates don't running water. Probably. We'll get to the end of it. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, so yeah, no, but so there are, He's putting the the pieces of the puzzle together saying, this doesn't make sense. Everyone's calling it infectious disease, but it's not. Mm-hmm. And, and so he's, he did his research and saw that diet seemed to be a crucial factor in, in people getting pellagra. Okay. Um, so there were shipments of food, which Goldberger had requested. So this is him doing kind of a, a trial. Right. 
you know, during his, he did his hypothesis. Now he's doing the scientific part of it, the actual experiment. And he requested food uh, from Washington, which was provided to children in two Mississippi orphanages and to inmates at the Georgia State Asylum. Now, those results were dramatic, and it was food, specific food given to people that already had pellagra. So Dang. he was trying to prove that diet makes a difference. Yeah. So the food that he got, it was fresh meat, milk, and vegetables instead of normal, like commissary food that mm-hmm. lacks nutrition. Yeah. And those that he gave this diet, fresh everything, including vegetables, they recovered from the pellagra. And those without the disease who ate the new diet did not contract pellagra. And this is over 100 years ago, so the food wasn't good, that great to begin with. No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Right? Especially, like, especially like the, the inmate food, it's, you're just eating oh, yeah. the cheapest Gru- stuff that they can just gruel. Yeah, gruel. Yeah. And now critics of his uh, thesis raise some doubts. And so he tried to squelch those reservations by demonstrating the existence of a particular substance that when removed from the diet of healthy individuals resulted in them contracting pellagra. So with the help of uh, Mississippi's progressive governor, Earl Brewer, he experimented on 11 healthy volunteer prisoners at the Rankin State Prison Farm in 1915. He ordered pardons in return for their participation, which was nice. Mm-hmm. So these volunteers ate a corn-based diet. Six of the 11 showed pellagra rashes after five months. That's about and, 40%. Yeah. <laughs> about 40%. No, actually, that's, no, that's higher, actually. It's six uh, the six the, out of 11, that's... 65? Yeah, that's... 60? Yeah, it's about 65 or something like that. Yeah, that's more than 40. <clears throat> Now, expert dermatologists made the actual diagnosis of pellagra to avoid the appearance of a conflict of interest on Goldberger's part, although many scientific colleagues uh, praised Goldberger on his work. Mm-hmm. Uh, some even mentioned giving him a Nobel Prize, you know, nominating him for the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. But yet there were still critics. And there always and so are. He was diehard in proving that this is not a contagious disease. So much so that he had filth parties, or what they called <laughs> filth parties. You never had one of those? Parties. No, 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 Mm-mm. nope. Okay, if I describe it to you, but after I talk about this, we'll come back to the question if you've had All a right. filth party before. Okay, All right. got it. So, in hopes that he could prove finally that this is not a contagious disease. On April 26th of 1916, he injected five cubic centimeters of someone that has pellagra. He injected their blood into the arm of his assistant. Excuse me? So they sucked blood out of someone that Mm -hmm. has pellagra. Contagious blood. And he jammed it into his assistant and injected him with that blood. With consent or without? Does it specify? Um, I I think there was consent involved. Is it one of those consents like it's kind of implied since you are my assistant? You are voluntold. Yeah, right. You're voluntold, exactly. Um, in the name of science, I will it's inject you with someone else's name, blood. It's the only name worth doing that for. Exactly. Science and healthcare. Uh, and then the assistant then shot six centimeters of such blood. So I, I don't know how they're measuring this. I guess it's in a, in a vial. 
six centimeters worth. I don't know. I didn't do that deep of a dive. This is old science. This is 1917 science. 1916, sorry. Uh, jammed it into the actual into Dr. Goldberger. They then swabbed out secretions of the nose and throat of someone that had pellagra and then rubbed it into their own nose and throat. They swallowed capsules containing scabs of pellagrin rashes. Uh, and they combined everything, including fecal matter, into a pill form and then ate that to prove that it wasn't passed through urine or feces. So they went to these extremes to prove that it is not contagious in this way. Correct. Because neither of them contracted pellagra after doing all of those things. After all of those things that they injected themselves and ate poop pills. Ate, ate, ate shit. And, ate scabs. And scabs. Mm-hmm. Can you and, imagine eating and, someone else's scab? No, that's disgusting. That's so Dude, fucking vile. No, all to prove a point, and I feel like that I don't want to. Nope. You can have there's the no point. point worth proving after that, like or before that. Like, and there's not a scab in this world that any point would be that's, worth. That's extreme. <laughs> that extreme dedication right there to your craft. Yeah. Also, um, does it say what they did contract? Yeah, Nothing. they had to contract. Blood on blood is still bad for you. Yeah, they probably got something that yes. they don't, they didn't know about yet. Yeah, probably got some you, sort of hepatitis, and they're like, I so don't know wait, what this can is. I go back. Can I go back. Mm-hmm. So, Pella, Pella, was injected into his assistant, and then they injected mo- another vial into like the doctor himself, or did, he, did they? Yeah, take- so the doc, so the doctor gave it to the assistant, injected him, and then the assistant yeah, but- injected the doctor as well. Okay, so it wasn't like he injected it into the assistant and the assistant took his own blood and injected it into the doctor? No, he injected okay, similar blood. Into, yeah, basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, so I was confused on that. Needle? I'll do it to you, you do it to me. I got you. I was co- confused. I thought, kosher. I thought he had injected into the assistant. The assistant took his blood and injected back into the doctor. Kind of like a, a circle. It's a circle. Love is like a circle. Yeah. Pel- Pelagra is like a circle. Mm-hmm. Just not in the blood. So apparently the doctor never fully discovered uh, the actual missing ingredient from diets that caused pellagra. He, he formulated the conclusion that it's diet based. It's not um, an infectious disease. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's as far as he got until he died in 1929, oh, no. which he got a rare form of cancer. Could it have been from the scabs? <laughs> could it have been any, any of the filth parties that he yeah. attended? Any of that stuff could have contributed to his death. He got hypernephroma, which is a rare Can form get... of cancer. Okay. Isn't that a kidney something? Yeah, it's kidney hypernephroma. So something. His kidneys were hyperactive or hyperactive. hyper. Uh, yeah, he died in 1929. Uh, never really fully understanding what the missing link was for pellagra. Um, others did during that next decade. Uh, another doctor, uh, Conrad A. Elevgem. Elevgem. Elevgem? We're going to go with that. Elevgem. Uh, found out that it was a lack of niacin. Vitamin B. What's nice? Oh, okay. Vitamin B. Um, and it, so it makes you he, really red and flushed whenever you drink energy yeah. drinks also. Yeah, so he he found out by doing a different uh, experiment 
uh, for canine black tongue disease and then realized like, oh, this is also what causes pellagra. Dang. And then they, they found that uh, uh, nisotinic, nisotinic acid. Man, I'm learning words today. <laughs> yeah, this is a straight-up history lesson. Nisotinic acid cured human pellagra. And so now it's not a thing anymore. Cured. They, they, they put a lot of these, um, they add it to commercial foods, mm. like bread. They'll add it into bread. People won't know about it, but it boosts it, so then pellagra doesn't exist anymore. Uh, the only time it does happen is like famine or homelessness is people can still get pellagra. So I bet because the, the original doctor died in January of 29, mm-hmm. uh, Black Tuesday happened in October of 29. So he probably, uh, if he just survived the next decade, he probably would have definitely found out because there's a lot of famine after that point. Yeah. With the dust bowls and all that, I'm sure he would have figured it out after that. But he, you know, filth parties, he wanted to have those filth parties and this is what happens. You miss yeah, he out. Just wanted to eat poop and scabs and be injected with blood all in the name of science. Oh my God. <sighs> I mean, gotta be dedicated. He was dedicated to his craft. I mean, we talked about what the Japanese did in our previous podcast and they, yeah. they were dedicated. Sure were. See what dedication does, folks. I'm pretty dedicated, but not to eat a scab. Like, there's just. about the scab more than the yeah. poop? If, Honestly, if, yeah. If you were told, hey, if I eat this scab, it'll save the life of my child, would you eat that scab? Whose scab is it? <laughs> You're asking questions. <laughs> Your kid's about to die. Wait, well, I need to know who the eat scab is. Eat this came scab. From. You wouldn't? What if it kills me? What, what good am I? Dead. If my kid uh... lives and I die. Well, isn't that the point of being, to live. Yeah, isn't that the point of being a parent? Not only that's the point of it, no, but that's the sort of the things to you're die s- so your kid can live. Oh, <laughs> been watching too many movies. <laughs> Way too many movies. Yeah. But anyways, that's uh, let's call him Doctor Filth. But <laughs> Doctor Filth. <laughs> Did he have a bald head and a mustache too? Uh, no, he was. Um, oh man, how do I say this politically politically correctly? Uh, he looked Jewy because he was Jewish. Probably like, not that. The big nose, you know. I, th- I think you went the exact opposite of political. Yeah, oh. DC was not where you went. Yeah. Shit. No. And on that note, it's okay. We can edit that out. No, we won't. <laughs> we won't. We'll leave that in because I am the one that just gets shit on. <laughs> but Literally. actually, I've been getting better. And I'll tell you how. Okay, please do. So I needed to send an email out to my director yes. um, regarding a, 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 an employee that uh, was out of uniform, we'll say, right? And his previous issue was he was wearing a white sleeveless T-shirt. What? Which could also oh, be known wife as beater. a, a wife, wife beater. beater. Correct. And like I was getting, Not yeah, just, something over He was just wearing it. it. Yeah, he was just wearing it in the ambulance, right? Okay. And so I was going to email out wife beater. His previous <laughs> issue was him wearing a wife beater. And then as I was typing out the words wife beater, I was like, oh, did I just realize what wife beater means? <laughs> I, I never connected. To be honest, I never connected the dots. It's just a, it was a term for a shirt. I just for you, thought not- it was a term. It, was, it wasn't spelled like B-E-A-T-E-R. I thought it was like two E's, like B-E-T-E-R. And that's just, it's just called a wife beater. 
So you never put together, speaking no. of movies, you've seen all these movies where guys wear these t-shirts that don't have sleeves and commence to beat their wives or beat uh-huh. horse, you know, pieces of shit. I didn't you never put they, that together? I didn't know they coined the term because of that. Okay, so please tell me that you changed to tank top in the email. You said he was wearing a tank top in a the sleeveless email. Undershirt. sleeveless undershirt. No. Sleeveless white tank. Uh, no, sleeveless, uh, a white sleeveless shirt is what I... I would have called it a tank top. Yeah. I think it's a sleeveless undershirt. Because it's to go under your clothes. So yeah. I don't know. But it but clearly I, I, wasn't. I, I took out no. wife beater because I'm like, ooh, this is probably not you know what you okay you anymore. You should have titled, if the kid was or the guy was in trouble, you should have um, titled the whole thing, the email title, wife beater. <laughs> Just You're to right. really drive I, home the point. Yeah, I missed the opportunity there. Yeah. because I really did. If you really want some repercussions, that's how you get it done. <laughs> <laughs> title it wife beater yeah. uh, next time anyways speaking of wife beater <gasps> no oh you're right you're right it's not it's not the same you're right it's not what yeah. is it then no what is it then emily all right so um an illinois woman um jennifer i don't really know i think it's madge we're just gonna go with madge because i said, I'm really I said sure. mage when i read it i said mage. yeah well i mean may m-a-e and the d-g-e I'm going to say mage because it sounds cool. Mage? It's like right. from D&D. Right. Wait, this Old is a na- name? Yes. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Mage. That's their last name. Um, M-A-E-D-G-E. Mage. Yes. I think that's probably right. Well, she found her husband's body eight months after he went missing. So. How do you do that? Yeah. So, um, April 27th. Um, was when she last saw her husband. She he had called her from work and told her that she he was leaving work early. And once she got home, his truck was there, his wallet and his cell phone were there, but he was not. So she looked around the house, couldn't find him, and I guess just went on about her day. Didn't know what was going on. Yeah, <laughs> she did. I'm sure she looked real hard for him. She She's like, for- like you do. Yeah, Tom, she looked. Tom, are you here? He's like that. Oh, son guess of a, he's not here. Yeah, son of a so- bitch is here somewhere. He left his wallet and his phone. He's here somewhere. And his truck. So, you know, he didn't get far. She got, She yeah. was thinking. So the next day is when she reported him missing because, you know, he was wiling. And I guess she just figured that was his norm. So whatever. Anyways, uh, she searched the house, could not find him. She called the police. Um, they came, searched the house, couldn't find him. They kept noticing that there was like a nasty like sewage type smell in the house. And... They didn't really know where it was coming from. The police said that the house looked like a hoarder home. There was just things stacked against the walls, like just, I guess, like hoarder episodes. So the smell stuff. wouldn't have been out of place. Yes, in a but they couldn't home. really like, pinpoint like smells, the smell either. It smells bad in here, but there's probably a dead cat underneath all this crap yeah. anyway. But what aggravates me is that she even noticed the smell and she lives there. So she's pointing out the smell too. You think but, a hoarder cares about that? No, she did. She did. She even what, called she him it? back a couple of days later to say, hey, the smell is still here. So they come back and research the home for the man. Do not find him. Go about their business. Then a third time she's complained about it. She has to get a plumbing company to come out and put a cap over a sewage line or something in the basement. Yeah, it was in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. They still don't find him. You know, whatever. So cut to December of last year. Um, I believe it was December 11th. Yeah. She found his body in the house. Oh, finally. In the closet. Eight months later. Yeah. When she went to go get Christmas ornaments, she was thinking, you know, I'm going to get over my funk of my husband disappearing off the earth. 
and I'm going to put up the Christmas tree. And she got the ornaments and she found her husband. Damn, eight months of freaking decomposing? That's yes. Gnarly. Yes. That's that's insane to me. So how could you... Was he hanging? No, I don't know. It ever. didn't specify yeah. how. It just said that he... Well, he was, was found, found in a closet behind clothing where there was like a, a little, not a secret door, but like a, a door with that was being blocked by a rack door. of clothing. Yeah. Oh. So like he was in there. Which is weird to me that he, how could he have gotten in there and moved everything back once he was inside? Uh, pretty you easily. You move it before you die. Because it's probably a push, it's probably like a little push door so he can crawl in there, move the things back in front of the little door, close the door. And then off yourself in whichever fashion he did it. Yeah, it doesn't specify the fashion in which he did it. But they did say that he was in such a level of like past actual decomp. He had, you know, clearly done that, but um, like mummified, I guess, because the fluids had left his body, but the skin was intact. So, ooh. You know. Yeah. Clearly, he, was, he wasn't emitting, er, emitting any more smells. Damn. Yeah, but so also, he decomposed for a while enough for her to complain about it and think a sewer cap was missing, and then it just stopped because he mummified at some point. Nice. And I was looking at his obituary, which is, I don't know, I really wouldn't ever go to someone's obituary unless it was like a big case or something, but I just noticed that his obituary says that he died on December 11th. That's when they found him? Yeah. Yeah. That's when they found him. Yeah. That's, you can't. He's like, yeah, there's yeah, no... no. Yeah, you can't say he died when he went missing. Why? Because they don't know when he died. Imposed. Well, they know that it wasn't December 11th. Okay. That's yeah, but they he, don't know for sure. That's when he woke up dead. <laughs> he woke up dead. Um, and that's where the problem is. That's where the problem lies right there. Waking up dead. Don't I just, do you, it. If you are looking for your husband... Like, I guess that is a, if it's strictly just a Christmas closet, you wouldn't find them until you're looking for the Christmas stuff. But it's just like, if you're, look, look around a little bit, do a little, try a little harder, just a little harder to try to find your husband that's missing. His truck and keys and wallet are there. He's in the house. He's in yeah. the house. I get like the whole but Would you look thing? that hard if, if you knew Emily was missing? And you're like, she might be in the house. I would look in every room that I know of. Yeah. <laughs> Would you look in like some random crawl space? We have an attic. I would look in there. If you had like an underground crawl space underneath the house, would you crawl under there? No, because I'm not dressed as a clown. Yeah. So. What? Not dressed as a clown. What does that have to do with a crawl space? That's where they found his victims. Who? Oh. Whatever. <laughs> I hate both of you. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I just, I feel like, and also if, if the the police could have been a little more thorough if they're actually Why are we not guy. shitting on them? Like, why didn't they well, go I to am. the closet? They should have. If they came twice or as many times as they came, they should have done a thorough search and not just a cursory glance, like open the door a little bit and peek your head in. Nope, not in there. Yeah, but if it was covered by clothing or something, they're not going to move shit out of the way to maybe uncover a hidden well, okay, door. That's, that's what I'm that's saying. Her. I don't really think that there's a way that he could have gone in there, concealed himself behind a door, and then how could he have moved things back in front oh, of? Oh, you're door? saying this wasn't this wasn't a uh, self-inflicted? Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not really this. going that deep, but yeah. I'm saying like something at adding up with how he 
was able to, con- if you, I'm not saying he did it perfectly, but if the do- door is so concealed that no one would have even thought, oh, well, some stuff looks maybe semi-moved or the wife didn't think, oh, maybe he's in there. The coats don't normally look like that or what the hell ever was in front of the door. Like, why wouldn't you just so open my vision, the door? My vision is this, right? It's similar to an attic door where you can, you push it mm-hmm. it opens, but also if you're inside, you can open it, right? Yeah. You so think up, of like yeah. a little crawl space door. He pushes it open. He gets inside. He moves the uh, tubs, which I'm, I'm envisioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's what, yeah, that's what it says. Tubs some of totes. clothing. Totes. Some totes, yeah. He slides it back across the opening and then closes the door because you can from the inside. Yeah. And then it looks I wish... just like it had before. Right? I I also read Am this crazy? article. No, I don't think so. I also read this article, and I was I wish they had expanded more. I guess it's still kind of fresh is three months ago but oh i wish i why like i want to know why he did this like it, was he hiding oh, from you, her specifically you probably didn't was see there the a house. lot of stuff yeah it's probably like damn my wife is a hoarder and i can't stop it and maybe he was the hoarder maybe he something mm. i wanted there's no answers to this at all i, like, I would feel that just, there has to be some sort of underlying mental illness and hoarding I, is well, a, a form of mental illness mm-hmm I'm going to try and find an interview with this lady, and then I could tell you right off the bat why. Okay, well, it says that he took his own life. That's for sure. There doesn't seem to be any sign of foul play at all so far. And so I just I would like to know what drove him to this point. Like, And to hide like that, knowing that it would take forever to find him because it's such a specific little closet for only Christmas stuff that you would only and oh that's also messed up too like he knew that they would find him during christmas time because that's where he's hiding is in the he wanted to ruin their he that's his last little yep. fuck you here have a nice christmas yeah enjoy my decomposing body check out this present i feel <laughs> like it probably had that thought him. at least well no i feel like he hung himself now oh, sorry about it yeah could have been or he was under the impression that hopefully no one finds me until i'm a skeleton uh, who knows? And then it's just bag of bones, you know? Yeah, it's it's hard to say. It's really hard to say. I just don't feel like... I feel like a a weapon would have been mentioned, maybe, or something like that. Like, no foul play suspected. Like, they don't talk about any type of weapon or, like, you know, mechanism of injury or anything like that. I feel like maybe he hung himself. What if he just straight up starved himself to death in that little room? Oh, that would be awful. Or it was accidental. He went in there to get away from his wife and then forgot where the door was. <laughs> <laughs> that seems on purpose then. It might be. Did it say he was at a bar before this? Is that where he was right he was before at work. this? He left work early. Oh, he to left go work to early. a bar and then home. No, he didn't. And then go got bitched out by his wife. And he's like, She you wasn't know what? home when he arrived. I'm going in the hiding hole. Hiding Never hole. coming out. And Never then... coming. You won't ever see me again. That's what makes me think that, like, that's odd. Like if he did go somewhere, let's just say he was actually going to, you know, be private, wanted to hide, whatever. And he is sitting there just waiting to be found, but she just goes and puts shit in front of the door. <laughs> she just yeah. makes it harder to get to. Him. <laughs> yeah. She probably, you know, she probably put stuff in front of the door to hide the access. So that's why the cops never found it. She hid it on purpose. She's like, I know he's back there. I'm not going to let them find him. Yeah. She just put the 300 pound tote of clothing in front of it. He, yeah, he tried to get out, and he's like, "Oh God, no, he's stuck there forever." Stuck. And, it's plausible. 
I don't know, but I, so many if, questions unanswered on this one. That's more on the that's more on the morbid side of this story, but like on the more straightforward side, that's got to be awful to find your husband, yeah, like that mummified state, just like after eight months of not knowing where he's at. Like that is, I can't imagine Christmas time too. Yeah, that's that's rough. That's a rough Christmas time. I would agree. Yeah, bad for. I will agree. So, have you guys ever purchased? Oh, how, what's the best way to put this? I guess I'll just get straight to the point. Have you guys purchased a new car before? Yes, just last year. And okay. And years before that. Fucking expensive. Yeah, I think very. Yeah, it definitely wasn't what I was expecting, especially considering like I was like, oh, I'm gonna go for like a cheaper end car. I'm gonna get a Honda Civic. That's that's everywhere. And it's cheap. It's not. There's no such thing as cheap anymore. No. No, mine's uh, pretty substantial, and I've always—I don't want to say I have the fear, but it's always in the back of my mind because I watch all these videos of cars getting repoed. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Especially like Every Dodge, time, Dodge like Chargers now. tend to be the uh, the number one repoed car right now because. <laughs> uh, dude, I saw. Because they I are. saw a video. <laughs> I saw a forty-five second video yesterday, or yeah, for yesterday of seven Hellcats being stolen from a, a car dealership in thirty-eight seconds. Seven. What? How did they steal them? Or it might have been six, six or seven. But they so they got into the dealership somehow, found the keys, and there was a group of them, six or seven. They all got into a, a I think they're all challengers, or I think outside might have been chargers, but all of them Hellcats, different colors. It's cool. You, like you see them, like there's a bright green one, there's an orange one, there's a red one, there's a, like a white one, and all of them within 38 seconds, they're gone. Damn. All of them. So gone like, from the gone, dealership. Gone in 60 seconds. Dude, yeah, less than they did 38, they said 42, 42 second clip of them starting it from the time they get in the car to the time they leave 38 seconds. That's crazy. Seven, gone seven. I think it was in Atlanta or something like that. Oh, I could probably could have guessed uh, that. Yeah. I mean, the, those Hellcats are so <laughs> sought after by, by people that live in Atlanta and it's crazy. Yeah. And they are probably one of the most repoed cars. Just yeah, because the, the notes the, are like eight hundred dollars or more, maybe well, that's the low end now. A uh, uh, a going rate for a Hellcat is close to a hundred k. So you can imagine, really, yes, you can imagine the, the price dollars. point. Yeah, and no one's putting a direct deposit down on. Yeah, on a freaking that's... down payment on a hundred thousand dollar car, and like, nah, just I'll pay the monthly. <laughs> I like seeing them don't. on the roads. I like what seeing is the RTs. payment for that. You think? Uh, Eleven hundred. It, yeah, it's got to be close to a thousand. Plus the insurance. No one ever mm-hmm. thinks about the insurance. Trying to get a uh, Hellcat insured, just because the, the amount of, it? and it's not because it's a luxury car. It's because the thing is fast as hell. It's so fast. Seven hundred horsepower stock. Yeah, I think mm. the insurance is close to probably a thousand dollars a month just for Jeez. insurance. Yeah. So it's a two thousand dollar car note total. Yeah. Yes. No, but the uh, car note would be sixteen hundred if the car is a hundred thousand dollars and you're financing it for sixty well, months. Just, yeah, that's, I believe that's, at but that's zero interest. Yeah, that's a hundred k without having a yeah. It's it's crazy, right? Yeah. It so is crazy. they get they get I'm, repoed, and uh, everyone's seen the videos, right? It must be one of the sketchiest, other than being like a cop where you know you're getting shot at, or you have the potential to be shot at, or uh, someone that's coming in for a repo. Someone that doesn't want to lose their car. Yeah. Do you think they're going to be violent? Yeah, I've seen. I've seen. I've seen them get in the cars and drive away and like break the machine that the 
the vehicle that picks them up. I've seen them break their hitches like completely, like just overpower it. And they they'll do whatever they can. They'll get in it. They'll. I mean, I've seen them cause crashes trying to get it back. It, there you go, nuts. That those TV shows are popular for a reason. Yeah. This one dude on TikTok is like a very. I guess he's now really TikTok famous for this. But he like literally will be driving in traffic. They'll stop at a red light and he will freaking back up to a car and like put it on his little fishtail thingy whatever like the ones yeah. that just sit under their tires and lift it just to make the people get out of it to like question him and then when they get out of it he just he goes just guns it yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what they do it's but ford figured out a way to cut out the middleman <laughs> god i can't wait what is it well everything is going towards smart cars in the sense of all electric and with all EVs electric comes, yeah mm-hmm. comes technology right Mm-hmm. Tesla is being self-driving. Uh, you can either, you can call them to drive to you with your app. That's mm-hmm. nuts. Meaning if you park at a busy-ass mall, you just park in the back because you don't care. You walk to the front. When you're done, you can press a button and your car will drive to you by itself. That's, that's cool. Not unnecessary, but cool. Very unnecessary. But Ford said, you know what? We're getting into the the age. They have the Ford Lightning, right? They have the That's such the a new, good looking truck. They have the the, the new Mustang. We'll, and, uh, we'll, we'll SUV? put Mustang. Yeah, we'll put Mustang in quotes because right. they basically just put Mustang taillights on an SUV. Yeah, they could have called it literally anything else. I don't know why they had to call it a Mustang. They ruined it. I don't, I don't like Mustangs to begin with. I'm not a fan of Mustangs at all, but I mean they, they could have named it literally anything else. I have no idea. I don't know if it's like, hey, we don't want to have to rename stuff and buy new badges. I don't know. Any case, they have two electric vehicles on their line. Uh, I think Ford is pretty progressive with their technology and what they put inside of vehicles, mm-hmm. like their uh, infotainment centers and everything. Yeah. And now they're like, hey, the electric cars are relatively expensive. If you can't make the bank note, your car is going to repo itself. I'm sorry, what? Your car will repo itself. You will wake the up car, in the morning. The car will drive itself all the way back to the dealership. So essentially, it's just a dealership calling their Ford like a Tesla in the parking lot. Yep. Hmm. ET what phone if it's home. In? So I would never park at the end of the driveway. <laughs> Being being the optimist that I am, I can already see that the um my truck left me genre of country music is gonna blow up. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna it's be not, a fan It's not my dog died and my girlfriend left me. It's my truck is drove yeah. back my to truck the literally left me. My woman left me and now my truck has literally left me. Yeah. No more barbecue sauce stains on my white t shirt. It's my truck left me. My Ford wind drive itself back to the dealership. Oh, see, perfect. That's already a, a million dollar song right there. There you go. It's recorded. It's a million dollar song right there. We got that on record. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that's nuts though. That that they would like. Hey, uh, there's so many advances in technology we can do with vehicles and everything. Let's repo cars. Like yeah. that's what. That's immediate. I mean, they're just lining their pockets. Everything they think about that just goes to show corporations. All they care about is that line in their pockets and that bottom dollar. Yeah, so they're going to give you warning before they repo it. Oh, yeah? What's that? Just randomly shut off different parts of your your car. <laughs> they're, no, they're not. Yeah, they will. 
Oh my god! So first, you I think they said you'll lose availability to uh, electronically lower and and raise your windows. Well, it's like day step, one of being late. Step one. You well, that's like day one, like yeah. the day after your payments due. Yeah, you can't roll down your windows. Shit. Jeez. Okay. Well, and then they're just going to start turning off random access to your infotainment center. Like you can't day listen. Two, to, you can't yeah. push the home button. You can't listen to music. Yeah, no silent, more music for you. Silent car treatment. Is it, it's just a, <laughs> instead of radio, it's not even a silent car treatment. It's just a, some Russian guy. Pay your card note. Yeah. Pay your card note. Just playing random. Just over, yeah. Angry German music or something. <laughs> just Ramstein 24 7. Yeah. And then they turn off your air conditioning. So passive aggressive. It is. And then even more passive aggressive is they're talking about. Because uh, these electric vehicles, they have to make a sound when you put it in reverse. Have you ever okay. heard that? Yeah. It, it has oh, to make, yeah, because they accidentally when, will put it in a, the wrong gear. Well, that and so people can hear you. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a silent killer. So now you have to use your eyes and let people know you're backing up. Yeah, all of a sudden you get hit by a Tesla. You're like, I didn't hear it coming. So they got to make a <laughs> They got to gotta make a sound. And... Uh, Tesla's they have like a really cool feature where you can customize your horn, yeah. So you can hit your horn and it'll play a sound or a song. You can, oh, yeah, you can upload it whatever you want, yeah. Yeah, well, Ford's gonna do the same thing. So anytime you access your vehicle, it's just gonna play some annoying ass sound, <laughs> like bitch ass, hey, your pay car, your no. car, bitch, yeah, you broke ass, time. bitch. Yeah, just <laughs> random stuff. Yeah, someone say almost repoed, almost repoed. Yeah, they going for you, you broke. <laughs> <laughs> something stupid like that and then finally it'll drive itself back to the dealership it'll just drive away after yep. that gone with you in it i hope not you think it'll it's smart enough to know the car's off and has been sitting for a minute i think it knows if someone's sitting in the seats no i'm saying like it knows like typically it happens at night because you're less likely to be you know, in a fighting mood. Yeah. And hear them. By the time you hear them, you're, you're in your underwear running outside, you're waving your fist as they drive away. So probably about the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. You just wait till it's dead, dead at night. It it's doesn't matter what time because they're silent. Yeah, oh, that's true. They're yeah. quiet. You won't even, you won't even hear it. You won't even hear it turn on. <laughs> well, you know, unless it's that new uh, Dodge Challenger EV where they inserted the fake engine oh, noises yeah, so with dumb. the speaker system. It's, it's an EV and you're adding these fake engine noises that's clearly it's from the speaker. So, it's so dumb. It's unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. They look cool, but until then he turned on, he's just like, like real whiny. I was like, no, nah, I don't need that. It's yeah, I don't, I don't need that stupid noise that you're pushing out the speakers. Yeah. It's so dumb. But yeah, so that, that's yeah. that's our future. Yeah, future of country too. Like I said, that's the best thing that's going to come from this is the the songs about your Ford leaving you, your woman left you, and your Ford is right after that. Yep. You can't afford your truck. Nope. Ford is falling right behind, driving uh, by itself. So, uh, Will, what time is it? I think it's time for today's top story. So you guys know Ohio exists, right? It's a it's a state out there. I know the of United it. States. Yeah. And I only know of it because of Drew Carey. Drew Carey show? Like the yeah. talk show? Yeah, you don't No, 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 no. His sitcom. No, I don't. You don't remember? Dude, I don't right. I don't recall it at all. Refresher. You ready? Okay.
Nothing yet. Oh, it's right here. Not yet. Oh, yeah. Land rock. Oh yeah, I remember this now. Land rock. See, such a such a banger. Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. Oh, then he just yells Ohio. Just yeah, he tells you point. it's he t- yeah. he tells you Cleveland is in Ohio. Well, aside from that, which, uh, I still don't remember the show. I remember that song and that that chorus, but the show still still I it's beyond me. I don't know right now. Oh, I can't tell yeah, you anything about it. But like, it's also been in other pop culture. Like Hawthorne Heights has that Ohio is for lovers song. Mm-hmm. Attack Attack has Ohio is on fire, which is very appropriate at the moment uh, because you know in East Palestine a few weeks ago we had the uh, the trail derail train derailment. You know, with all the chemicals that spilled and you know poisoned all the water holes, and that's East Palestine, Ohio. Well, yeah, East Palestine, Ohio. Yeah, Palestine. and then March fourth, we had yet another twenty car derailment. Come on, on March fourth in oh, well. um, Springfield, Springfield, Ohio. People not know how to drive trains in Ohio, dude. It's this whole thing that actually gets way into politics, where the politicians blame it on everyone else except themselves because they didn't fund the money to just upgrading their brakes. It's 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 this whole thing, and I'm not going to get into it because there's far more important things happening in Ohio, like uh, a wild cat, uh, exotic cat to be specific, uh, that was captured by the Cincinnati police and then taken to the zoo and tested positive for cocaine. It what? We had to get tested positive for cocaine. Why did they test the cats? That is a handsome looking question, and I'd love to answer that. I don't think there is an answer, but I'd love to answer that. So. What happened is because um, he he was acting like he was on cocaine. <laughs> I don't know how you could tell that a exotic cat is uh, acting like it's on cocaine, but I don't know. I really don't know why they tested. Maybe it's just uh, they just did their standard tests, and one of them is checking wild cats for cocaine. You like know, maybe the intake process into the zoo, like a jail. <laughs> you make sure they, got, they only take the cleanest cats. Yeah, they only take. If you're on drugs, you're not getting into the zoo. Yeah, we're putting you back on the streets. Well, they have yeah. to know if he has to go into detox. Well, I think they just don't want a repeat of cocaine bear. I think they're just trying to avoid all that because you have cocaine. a cocaine exotic cat. Yeah, cocaine cougar. Yeah. So what happened was that was that was my. Uh, I couldn't think of a better name. No, it's fine. It's not a cougar. So what happened was it's not. Damn it. What happened was um, Cincinnati police arrested a man in Oakley, and uh, they didn't say why. I assume alcohol was involved. I'm just going to go ahead and assume that. Uh, so he was being arrested, and while he was being arrested at this traffic stop, I think, uh, the what they thought was a leopard jumped out of the man's car during the arrest. The door was left open, the man was being arrested on site, and then the what the police described as a leopard jumped out of the vehicle and climbed up the tree, a nearby tree. And they saw all this happen. The police just said, there is a wild cat jumping out of this man's car man. that is now up that tree. And they say there's no such thing as a routine traffic stop. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty basic stuff. They should have been ready for this. <laughs> yeah. So the, the cop uh, says, we got called in to get the cat out of the tree. Says authorities initially described this, what is now known as a serval. We know it's not a leopard. It's what's called a serval. As, um, <laughs> so he came in and they weren't sure what they were dealing with, he says. Hindsight being 2020, it probably would have involved a whole lot more people if we had actually known the dangers this cat you know, presents. Did they call the fire department to get the cat 
out of the <laughs> no no it's actually pretty messed up how they got it down they pretty much employed the by any means necessary technique so it says here servals can grow to three times the size of normal cats weighing in at 20 to 40 pounds they can also jump seven feet in the air anderson says this particular serval was 30 to 35 pounds and was quote unquote not excited to be removed from the tree it wasn't easy on uh, either the serval or the rescuers they both had a hard time here uh, in the process, yeah, like I said, they employed the by any means necessary method of getting the cat out of the tree. And it says in the process of getting the cat out of the tree, obviously the cat didn't want to get out of the tree. And our officers were working really hard to make sure they didn't lose the cat in the process. So, yeah, the leg was broken in the process. Oh, they broke no. the cat's leg trying to get How it down. Mean. Yeah. Um, so they because they didn't want the cat to run away and they had to get the cat down somehow. It didn't say specifically how, how, but he got his leg broken by the police. Uh, it was probably a black cat, but, um, <laughs> so the cat was eventually rescued. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. So the cat was eventually rescued and officers called in an exotic cat expert to learn what to do next. The expert told that the servals rescuers, he didn't know how they did it. Anderson said the expert told them I'd rather deal with a tiger. Than a serval. Oh, I've seen You'd that rather, show before. I'd rather deal with the tiger. No, tiger. Tiger, <laughs> tiger king. Tiger king. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask if this had anything they, to do with them because weren't they kind of up there? Maybe they around call them the, the, the who's the main guy with the friggin' mullet and the, oh, I'm Joe, never going to financially recover Joe, from this. Joe. Joe. What was Joe his exotic? Name? Joe exotic. Joe exotic. Joe exotic. Yeah, Joe exotic. They should have. Well, he's in. He's dealing with uh, medical conditions in prison, so they couldn't yeah, have called him anyway. Him. I meant like. Is it dealing like what kind of cat at first? They I was going to ask that. that. They should have called that bro guy that took over after him. Actually, you know what? I think, uh, what's your face? Um, She's been cleared. Her husband she, was found. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's, we got Carol that Baskin. Later, Carol Baskin. I think she actually got uh, custody of the safari park. Probably. So anyways, um, the medical staff at Cincinnati Animal Care tested the serval's physical health and worked on his leg. They also conducted a toxicology report. It did come back positive for cocaine. Now, we can't say how the animal got the cocaine in the system. I don't know if it was environmental or experimental, but everybody was cooperative in this case, and we didn't feel it was necessary to um, put press charges. Uh, I'm so, still very confused. I'm, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it says the Cincinnati Zoo took in the serval. Uh, the serval has been receiving veterinary care in our animal health care center since he was brought here. He's doing well. And the next step will be for our cat ambassador program team to work with him and determine if he's a good fit. So, yeah. So people have these things as pets, right? Like this That's what it's looking like. Because it, it, oh, it, so... it looks like look a, cat, a cat, just like three times, four times bigger. Okay. So I've seen one of these, I think, recently, like someone posted with it. And they just say, oh, my cat's like, you know, really big or whatever. And it has to be like that, I guess, because it's literally like. It's 65 pounds is what this girl says her cat is. And it's as Jeez. tall as she is. It's huge. Like That's she's a holding massive it. cat. It looks like a freaking polar bear, honestly, in the picture. But like, I'll have to show you the picture later. But it's enormous. And I thought it was like some crossbreed something. I didn't know that this was like a, a legit thing. Because she just says it's the cat. It's just the type of cat that it is? Yeah, she just says it's just a big cat. He eats a lot. Yeah, uh, servals, it says here that they are an exotic cat breed native to Africa. So I assume they have to be pretty big. I don't think your friend's cat is a serval. I don't know what kind of breed that is, but they're pretty dangerous. And I, I would hope it's not a serval. I I, so. Yeah, I know they have these like weird ass hybrid 
cats that they like a liger um no that might be like what this girl has is like a hybrid or something that's what she's saying it's an actual it's like it's just a, a cat yeah. that eats a lot it's a but house cat, cat is literally like a, like a leopard or jaguar like, oh yeah oh yeah. no it's like the big this is like a big fluffy yeah yeah this is a big fluffy cat that's literally 65 pounds and as tall as she is like i mean she's holding it and its head is like even with hers and its legs go down yeah, that's to not safe. yeah that's not safe she's gonna She's gonna be the next yeah. one we talk about. On it's it's uh, kind of yeah, it's kind of like that person who has a snake that sleeps with them, and it's like the snake is just sizing them up to eat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's pretty much an anaconda. It's like yeah, okay, they shouldn't eat you, but they might. Yeah, they probably will. Like uh, I said, we'll probably be the next person to talk about them. Yep. But uh, listen, if you're listening to this and you have a cat and it's massive, send us a picture of your massive cat. Yeah, I want to see that. Let's see that big old cat. Your feline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, your big old oh sorry fluffy thirty pound cat. Yeah. Oh sorry, we're not talking about that. We're yeah, about? that's what we're talking about. Oh, okay. yeah, we're talking about. Yeah, send me, a, send me a picture of your serval. If you have a hairless one, we really <laughs> want to see those. Um, if it's really big, those. hairless servals. Yeah, hairless serval or anything big, exotic, anything. If you have an exotic kitty, show it to us. Um, send us those pictures, and also do us a favor. If you're listening to this and you like our show, tell a friend. Like, stop listening right now. Go call a friend and say, hey, listen to this podcast right now. Because that's how we're going to get get around faster and show more people pictures of your kitty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. The more kitties. And, uh, yeah. The, right, please send us all your kitty pics that you have stored in your phone somewhere in your uh, secret folders or wherever you got. Send those pictures to us directly. Um, we'll where, we'll uh, look Emily, at them. Where can they send them? Emily, where can they send us their kitty, their bald kitty pictures? <sighs> What's that? Mm-hmm. What's that email? You just send them right to our email. Um, the, uh, the bad news bears podcast yeah, at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, there I it think. is. And if they wanted to send it to our socials and to our DMs, how do they? Can, how can they slide into their DMs with their kitty pics? Their um, bald kitty pics. Bad news bears podcast. Mm-hmm. Is it? I think the pod. email's I'm, pod. No, just pod. No, the Facebook and Instagram is bad news bears podcast. And the email is pod. The email is p- badnewsbearspod at gmail.com. We'll get it right. We'll get it right one day. One yeah, day. Eventually. One day. This yeah, is we'll why right. consistency is key. When we see those yeah. kitty pics come in, we'll know they found the right place. <laughs> the really big ones, too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's our show for today. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Please tell more people about us. Um, get the word and, out. Uh, yeah. Catch you guys next week. Yep. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. And we walked away so then we can talk about kitties. All the kitties. All the time. We want to see all the kitties. It doesn't matter how bald they are or how big they are. No, just gonna be kitties. Bright. Exotic one. Orange. Same one. Black. Brown. Wide set ones. White ones. Bald ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, untamed one, uh, feral, especially the untamed one. Yeah. Feral, yeah, some feral right. ones could be nice. Mm-hmm. Wild. Uh, what other kind of cats are there? I can't think like, of a big. You have, other than big cats. If you, know, uh, if you know any cougars, send us pictures of those too. Cougars are considered cats too. Yeah. Yeah. Any cougars out in the wild? Go to your local bar to find those though. Yeah. Be, be careful though. They bite. They do. They will drag you down with them. And you gotta. Worry about a divorce. Okay, bye.